Good morning, diary. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's August 15th, 2021, the year of our Lord, our dynamite and explosive year of harvest. All things good for all those that have been good for the last 21 to 12 years. You will be receiving good harvest for those who have been bad and billy badasses like I was telling y'all to mind your own business and learn for yourself and stay out of people's business and walk in love and stop telling me I'm going to go to hell because I'm sending people to hell because my perceptions of life are different than yours. The one thing that I always love about God diary is this. God's word is so true. His word is the truest thing that I have found in my life. And the good thing about it is, is that I didn't just find it in the Bible. So for those out there who don't believe in the Bible, shame on you, because I just believe in books. Uh, Barnes and Nobles is one of my favorite places to go. And when I go in there, I bypass everything and I always go straight to the self-help section because I believe in me (laughs) and I have believed in me all my life. The first book that I asked my mother as a teenager to buy for me when I was 14 was a home remedies book so that I can heal my family and those around me with the things that I knew from the earth, which was God. So the first thing that I wanted to do as a teenager was heal. And then it seems like immediately after I wanted the healing, I asked for love. And at 14 years old, that's when I began my love journey. And it's so funny because I come from a small town that the world knows called Augusta, Georgia. It's the home of James Brown. It was the home of um, the Masters. So those are some of the things that Augusta, Georgia is known for, um, which is so many more. But I could be all day holding you up here, talking to you about what all Augusta is known for. But those were two some of the biggest things that the world had seen coming out of Augusta until now. (laughs) Augusta has some fertile ground, guys. There's some... There were some slaves in Augusta, Georgia that were God-fearing people, and my parents were one. My four parents were one who were enslaved in Augusta, Georgia, and Augusta, Georgia has had to answer questions for me based on the treatment of my ancestors, and I have had to fight spiritual battles in my lifetime for my ancestors. And I remember this one time that God read me a letter in my sleep. I don't remember the year, but you all probably would be able to come across it in some of the writings or some of my live videos that I've placed on Facebook and other social media. But I remember that God came to me and he was he was talking to me and, and it was a letter. He came to me and he says, Cam, he says, I want to read you a letter that was written about you. And I said, a letter that was written about me. I said, who would have wrote a letter about me? He told me that one of my four parents, I don't know if it was a male or a female, I don't know if it was my grandmothers or great-grandmothers in the the past or my great-grandfathers, but one of them had the vision of sight that I have. And um, 
they wrote God a letter. They had all the same gifts and talents that I have. They had the gift of sight. They had the gift of speaking to God and him answering. They had the gift of healing and the gift of compassion. All of the gifts that comes with the Holy Spirit, which there's 28 gifts of the Holy Spirit. Well, this person wrote God a letter about me and they spelt my name C-A-N. He let me see the letter as he was reading it to me. The letter, for those out there who don't know me, I'm also a numerologist. I give out lottery numbers. My lottery numbers normally come straight. So either you'll win $500 or you'll win $5,000. It's just based on whatever intention you put on the numbers. Or you can play it multiple times and win. I'm not telling you to play. I'm just letting you know when you hear me speaking numbers, I'm always speaking God's life because God is numerical before he is anything. Before God became an alphabet, he was a number. And when I was a little girl, my grandmother had a picture of the blue-eyed, white Jesus on her wall. And I was only five. And I looked at it and I said, Grandma, who was that man? She said, Girl, that's the Lord. I said, the Lord. <laughs> she said, yeah. At first, I thought it was her daddy because her daddy was a white rapist. He was a slave master claiming he don't like black folks. But yet and still, he raped them. His dick got hard enough for him to like them, just like that man that killed George Floyd. Y'all don't even to this day know why that motherfucker had his hands in his pocket. He had a fucking heart on and he was killing that man and his dick was hard and he was mas- holding it in his hand being a misogynist. He was massaging that motherfucker. He was getting off on that shit. I'm telling y'all, when I talk to God, I talk to God about everything. And everything I see, he shows me an evidence of reality of life. Just like, let's go to the TikToks this morning. The TikToks, God was giving me downloads this morning. And one of the downloads that he gave me was something new that I had never spoken about before, which takes us back to the year 2016 when I spoke to you all and I said that I had been in the presence of God and that God told me that he was going to use me to change the world. And he said that he had put things inside of me that he had never told any man, but they will be revealed at time. This is one of the biggest things that God has shown me as of today, what he has quickened me with. Let me share. Going back to reiterate, you can also go to TikToks. I am um, Diary of the Mouth there and Cam Wallace um, 570 as well. Well, this is what God told me this morning. He was telling me about when he told me to go to the world and tell the world about him and um, tell the world, you know, what he had done for me. And he wanted me to tell the world what I believe in. I remember the day that he told me, I said, God, I can't tell anybody about you. I'm not good enough. I said, I'm not good enough. I said, I fight, I cuss. This is the long version, guys. I do the short version on three minutes videos because I got to get everything in. But this is the long version. I said, God, I fight, I cuss. Somebody say something to me. I'm going to fucking say something back to him. I said, Lord, listen, I think you should pick somebody else who would be, you know, better at this than I would and um, God said Cam he said if anybody says anything to you about anything that you say about me or if anybody come to you and questions anything that you're doing 
He said, my question to you is to ask them this. He said, ask them, where is their heaven or hell to put you in when you die? He said, because I'm God. I'm the one who has the heaven or the hell. Nobody else don't. He said, you're just my messenger. And once he said that, I, I, I felt good about it. And this was in, um, I want to say, anywhere between 2011, between 2013, because that's when he was calling me in, more into doing his will for his word and teaching me where he wanted me to go. So um, I'll say it was anywhere between that time frame. If you're looking for anything or Googling anything about that, Google that time frame and something should come up that will give you your answers. But anyway, this morning when God told me to tell you all that he was like the wind, that a living, a living, because we are a living being, a living is just like the wind. Because without your breath, without your breath, you are non-existent, you are extinct, you are dead, you are gone. So every day, your breath is made brand new when God wakes you up from your slumber called sleep. Okay, so when you wake up in the morning, you're waking up from a dead state, a sleep state. You're waking to a conscious state, a state where you are able to be in control of self. So when you go out here in this earth moving forward, after you get this harvest, because you got to get it, whether it's going to be good or whether it's going to be bad, this year is going to repay you for everything that you've done for the last 21 to 12 years. It's getting ready to repay you, good or bad. You got to get it. So some of us are still going to be leaving this earth and some of us are going to be staying. I'm including myself in the ones that stand because I'm wanting to live this thousand years to see what God was talking about. I didn't learn all this stuff about God. I didn't revisit this earth. I know God didn't re revisit this earth three times that he has shown me if he is coming back this, this final time to make my dreams come true. My dreams at 7 and 13 was two of the same dreams. They were just a little bit different. So if God is going to get up off his throne and come back to this earth again, he already told me the other day the only reason why I would come back, Cam, is to cast judgment. That means vengeance. So I don't think y'all want Jesus to come back because he said the only reason he's coming back is to cast vengeance. But we don't have to have him to come back to cast vengeance when all we have to do is continue to love. I, I was asking God, God, why are some of the people so angry? Like I see some black people so angry with the white people for doing us like this for so long and not getting it. So now they have turned from compassion and love and understanding and turned the other cheek and their smile before they went into captivity was great. In captivity, they tried to maintain their smile and then the master broke their smile and it became a, a frown. But in captivity, God was there too. So the people got their strength back and they, their captivity turned into dancing and singing again. That's when the person should have been released from captivity, America. That's when the world should have released the man from captivity when his smile came back in captivity. World, you should have known that God's move would be next vengeance. So the other day, about six days now, when God gave me that word and he said, study to show yourself approved, Cam. He said, the only reason why I'm coming back to the earth is to cast vengeance 
against the word. And if he's going to cast vengeance against the word of the ungodly that don't believe, the word is, is the word, period. The word is the reality. Because the word has to be comprehended. It has to be discerned. And then it equals your truth. Remember, I taught that to you all on Facebook. Remember, I was doing that video. Oh, I saw myself as getting married. I'm finna get married, y'all. I'm finna get married. Oh, my God. Then I end up, me and Isaac end up telling each other we love each other and we love each other. We're going to be together. And then after we say that, all of a sudden, Isaac want to start changing and fussing and arguing with me every day. Because I didn't want to talk on the phone all day. Because I wanted to be have time to myself. That's why when people say, what are you looking for in a man? I don't say the attributes that I'm looking for in a man because those attributes are in all mankind. I now say I want a man who's like salt, (laughs) a man who's like pepper, a man who's like sugar, a man who's like a lemon, and a man who's like water. Those are some of the character traits I want my man to have when he finds me. And if he has those character traits... Baby, this banana, I can do a whole lot of things with those things that I just named with the man who has those character traits. Because those are some of the character traits that God told me that I had in his world. And those are some good things. And I want, all, I want to always have a good harvest. That's why I've been speaking to you all in my lifetime as an adult, being called to do this for 21 years. Mm. Thank you, Lord. I just saw my harvest. I have a 21-year harvest of good coming at me. And it's finna run me down and it's finna overtake me, baby. Like it ain't never overtook me before. And for all of you out there who cast hate upon me, for all of you who stopped me, for all of you who did all the catfish and everything that you did to throw Shit happens on me. I love you. I'm so honored to have you have done that to me. I'm so honored not to even know who it is. Even the ones who I think it was, I still think it was you. And me and God has already talked about it. So if it was you and I found out that it was you, I have a righteous judgment coming against you. And I send you nothing of harm. I send you nothing but the grace of God that sustained my life, I send you that. Because such as I have, for such a time as this, I can give. And all I have to give is the love of God in my life. Because see, I was growing bitter. Oh my God, y'all just don't know how long. I was growing bitter for 21 years when nobody was hearing what I was saying. And I kept saying, God, I'm getting angry and bitter. Then the world was turning against me in the love factor. Nobody knew what love was. And I kept saying, God, you got me dating these men. And I've been dating these men for like 30 years. I done gave each one of them three chances, God. Every time they would come back and say, I forg- forgive me. I did you wrong. Forgive me. I, I, I love you. Forgive me. I shouldn't have cheated. Forgive me for this. Or forgive. I would forgive because that's what the Bible said to do. I was a slave to the word God. Oh, Lord, I've been a slave to your word. 
Master, I've been a slave to your word. But let me tell you the difference between being a slave to your word, God, than the slave that my grandmama was, my great-grandmother was. You allowed me to choose the blessings and the curses for my own life. But my grandmama, she fought the good and evil fight. My great-grandmama fought the good and evil fight. And they had to be slaves to a white man. But the white man didn't read the book that he gave us, God. So how could he have known how to treat us? Especially if your love was never resonating and residing within him. How could the white man have known what love is, God? Because love is compassion. It is charity. Love is patient and it is kind. It doesn't boast of itself. It boasts in God. It knows the right from the wrong. It wants to treat others as it has treated itself. Love is an action word. For 400 years, they say, your black man has yielded love to the white man that he lost his smile in captivity, God. But when you saw that the sunshine had left his face, when you saw that the sunshine had left his glorious face, God, when you saw the sunshine that left my father's face, and he hung his head and he died on Calvary, God. I sent blessings to your name, Lord, because you knew what you was doing. You had to dim his light so that the world could see his truth as the Son of God. I realize that now, God, as you have quickened me when I walked down the house yesterday morning, I had that wig on my head, God. And the lady was standing behind me. As I was locking the door, she said, good morning, sunshine. She said, your sunshine, your, your smile shine brighter than the sun. All I can think of now is what you told me before I went on vacation, God. You said, Cam, you said, you are the daughter of the sun. That I am the daughter of the son, God. What that means for me right now is I can have what is rightfully mine. I don't even know what it is, God. I don't even know what it means to have what is rightfully mine. All I know is you told me to go as far as the east is from the west and I stopped in Vegas and I should have went back across the seas, God, and I didn't understand. But I know you'll get me where you want me to be, God. But I told those preachers that was messing with me on Facebook and these other mediums, God. I told them that you would bring me to Las Vegas and you would give me the biggest church this world has ever seen. And I mean your word has to reign true before I leave Las Vegas, God. Because I plan on going like you told me to go. So make your word move like it's never moved, God. And this lion's gates opened. The portals have been opened. You have been hearing me. You have been communing with me. You have been visiting me. You have been quickening me, God. Again, thank you 
for being my master. Thank you for being my teacher. Thank you for being the doctor that I have needed in the sick rooms, God. When the mother doctors gave me up, God, and put a toe tag on my foot, God. And put a cover over me for 50 minutes in my lifetime. Thank you for being the doctor that rebuilt my blood, God. When my blood was weary, when my blood had an issue, God. Thank you for healing my blood, God. Because I've been the woman with the issue of blood, God. Thank you, Lord, for every character and every name in that book, God. Because I've been everyone. I've been everyone, God. I remember the day when I was in my closet, when I was in my closet praying season. And I remember we was in the dark and people said, I can't see you. I said, it ain't about seeing me. It's about listening to what I'm saying to you. (laughs) And I didn't even know at that moment in that closet that I was diary of the mouth, God. I didn't even know who I was in the future. I understood that something was coming because I kept telling the people, I said, my platform is almost ready. I had to get wait for you to take my daddy down off the platform, God, till you and my daddy came to a conclusion that his time was up, that he didn't want to go and put forth the good face. He just liked the bad face. He didn't want to face the world, God. He didn't want to face the world. He didn't want to breathe your breath anymore like you taught us this morning, God. That the wind is your breath. And I said in the video this morning, God, I said, nobody knows where the wind comes from. And nobody knows where the wind goes. But everybody can see the interactions of the things that interact with the wind. And everybody can feel the interaction of the wind. And I said in a video yesterday, We were the earth. I said today, ashes to ashes and dust to dust. Father, you said the only reason why you would come back down here is to reap vengeance. And I don't want you to reap vengeance. Because just like when Abraham was talking to the messenger. And Abraham communed with that messenger about Sodom and Gomorrah. Which was five cities, not two. God took the two cities, Sodom and Gomorrah, and he left three cities. Well, when Abraham thought that there was at least five righteous cities, righteous people in those five cities, he he was probably thinking there was at least one in every city because Abraham knew that you only need one person to do whatever it is that you need in the earth. So whenever you come to someone and you ask them to do something for you, God, you only need one person to do it. And ever since I've been walking with you for my 53 years, God, that you have allowed me to breathe the air and be the breath of life and the blood that flows through Emmanuel's veins and to be the seed that fell to the ground, God, and died and was resurrected life for me to be the blood that you said would never lose his power. In your earth, I thank you, God. Because you only needed one. You only needed one. 
Thank you for the position that you have given me of every name that you have called me. Thank you for showing me the truth in life. Because this walk is kind of hard, God. We constantly have to be on our B's and Q's out here. And I'm just asking that you get these evil people out of your earth once and for all, God, and let love about much. Because you don't have to come back and cast a judgment on us. Because those who know better, we really desire to do better. Because we realized that we were not just living a life. And we were not just playing a game. We were learning as we go. Some of us wanted to learn from our lessons to be better. Because I remember when you was telling me how to give the lottery numbers and how to show the people how to win. You kept saying, tell the people that I am constant. They are change. When God told me that they were con- that he was constant, what he meant was this. He said, the month is constant. The day is change. The year is constant. The month is constant. The day is change. And the year is change. So, the month is always going to be one of the 12. The days change. That's why God says that our days are numbered. Just like the hairs upon our heads. Just like in the book of Jeremiah. God said it before I placed you in your mother's womb. I knew you. I told you things and I sanctified you and I set you aside for such a time as this. That's why you have little small deja vus. Because they wiped our memories away. They thought they did. They thought they did. Just like they have been trying to kill black people for so many years because of the love of God. And the only reason why God will come back is to judge them. Because he won't be judging his children, he said. He said he'll be coming back to judge the word. To make sure that the word did what it was supposed to do. And that's to the ungodly. For those that don't believe. Now I understand why God didn't tell me to go preach to the world. (laughs) He didn't tell me to go be an apostle to the world. He didn't tell me to go be an evangelist to the world. Well, he did when I was at church. I take that back. He told me he was raising. He told me before I went to church that morning. He had told me he wanted me to go preach and teach his word. And he'd go tell the world about him. And then when I went to church that day, my pastor and another lady had a prophetic word. And they had told me to come up. I mean, my pastor asked, was I there? And he said that I was one of the people that God was going to make an evangelist going from that church. But I never was ordained by my church or anything. He never asked me to be ordained. He just said I would be one of the people that God would be raising up in the world to um, go out and evangelize for the kingdom of God. And I'm doing everything that I've been prophesied to do. Um, One of those days back in my Facebook live video time, I did a video where I was talking about 
when God gave me my calling, I told God I didn't think that I was good enough to do, you know, what he wanted me to do. And that's that only came because I had so much low self-esteem from all the things that I had been through because I was a kid that got bullied. And, you know, I've been through a lot in my life. I've been bullied. I've been raped. I've been molested by five men. Every man that I dated, they did not have the character that God was teaching me that I should have. And the men were not true to themselves. You know, they didn't know who they were. They were not they were not men of quality. They didn't know how to make good decisions. They could have been smart in school or wise on their jobs, but they just were not good men to make a husband. So a lot of the men that I dated, I I broke up with them. Um, They didn't break up with me. I broke up with them. So I just felt that I deserved better. I, I just hadn't met a guy to this day that I feel that is good enough for me. I don't mean any harm. I don't. That doesn't mean that I think that I'm better than anyone. That just means in my lifetime, I've learned my worth and I don't have to settle. If I have peace and joy and goodness in my heart, you know, and I'm happy by myself, I don't have to have anyone else in my life to be attached to me for me to be happy because happiness and joy comes from within me. And then I like being alone because it allows me to do what I want to do and it allows me the opportunity to have my relationship with God. But I do desire love like everyone else does. So that's why I'm asking that love increase. I've been praying for love to increase in this earth for years, honey. I haven't just started. If you go back and read, mostly everything I talk about is God and his love. There's from time to time I get to bitching and complaining and fussing and arguing because that's something that God may have wanted me to show the world. You know, she ain't perfect, but I love her. I love her enough to take a picture with her and one of her loves. And even on that picture, I knew when I saw that picture that night, I saw that picture. The first thing I saw was God's face in that tree and his mouth was open like he was in shock. Like, no, don't don't go that way. Don't do that. But I had to I had to learn what I had to learn. So I learned it just like Adam and Eve when they they talked to a fucking tree. (laughs) Don't tell me that that was not my God. If you just can't see it, you can't see it. The Bible says only the pure at heart shall see him. And the Bible just has never lied to me. I don't mean no harm for those who don't believe in it, but that's your problem. But you read it and you read it not to rebuke it, but you read it to understand it and to read it to understand that every story from Genesis to Revelation is a story that you can apply to your life because that's one of the best self-help books. Notice where it is in the stores. (laughs) Notice where it is in Barnes and Nobles. What did I say I do when I walk into a Barnes and Nobles? When I walk into a Barnes and Nobles, I go straight to the self-help section. And the Bibles are next to the self-help section. Because it's called basic instructions before leaving earth. We, I didn't come up with that. That was here in the earth before I got here. Somebody must have knew it had some kind of lividity uh, to it or or or... However you say the damn word, y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. That's why I don't I don't worry about what people say about me anymore. I don't heckle. I'm not a people pleaser. I'm a God pleaser. I didn't even please my family. My family was really upset that I left them. And I told them, I'm not leaving y'all. Y'all free to come go with me. But I'm finna do what God told me to do. Y'all can sit on y'all asses and let life pass y'all by. 
And when y'all try to make it into the pearly gates of heaven and God asked you what Las Vegas looked like, you can't even fucking tell them because you ain't never left from out your goddamn country ass city. No, get your ass up and move because God is God has already told me, Cam, not knowing will not be an answer. The only reason why people don't know something because they haven't been taught. So go out there and learn some shit. And the only way you're going to do it is to stop being scared to leave your house and leave your neighborhood and the things that you see around you. I remember when I was a little girl and I used to meet people from all over the world because I used to travel with my dad. And I already saw that the world was a a scary place. I saw, you know, uh, the Ku Klux Klan. I saw the Ku Klux Klan when I was 14. I was riding on the bus with my dad in the mighty clouds of joy. We were leaving Augusta, Georgia, heading toward Texas. We were leaving Georgia, crossing the Georgia-Alabama state line. Crossing the state line on both sides of the road were burning crosses, KKK members, cars, and they had guns. And they had... um, they had um like cars like lining the road. I mean, they were screaming things at us, they were throwing at the bus. They had got wind that the Mighty Clouds of Joy was coming through Alabama and they were a black singing group. And the KKK met us coming through Alabama and threw things at us. And I remember I told you all this story before. My dad was driving the bus and everybody was on the bus singing and praising God and laughing and talking. And I remember I was sitting on the second seat on the right and I hear my my dad scream out loud and he says, "Um, Lord, have mercy. He said, Father, he said, I am not going to stop this bus. He said, my baby is on this bus. He said, Father, if I kill somebody, Please forgive me, but I'm finna run straight through. Y'all, get down, get down, get down. Cam, baby, get down. And I had my head up in the air, and I'm looking. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, what are they doing? Why are they doing that? And I'm still looking and looking, and I'm saying to myself, I'm like, God, why are they calling us niggers? God, why are they throwing stuff at us? I'm 14 years old driving through the Ku Klux Klan hate. I drove through the Ku Klux Klan hate. Let me say that again. I was on a bus from a gospel group of men singing about God, saying to the world that they loved God, but didn't live to show that they loved God. Because they did everything under the sun they wanted to do, from rape, to molest, to drink, to smoke drugs, to use drugs, to cheat on their wives. They did everything under the sun. But my daddy said, God, my baby on this bus, I ain't going to stop this bus. So I'm telling you right now, I'm come run through this barricade. And if I kill somebody, then God forgive me, but I ain't stopping this bus. I ran through the KKK. And I had my head up looking the whole time, questioning God. God, why are they throwing hate at us? Why are they spewing hate out their mouth, God? 
Why are they not walking in love, God? 2021, I expect an answer because it's harvest time. And I told y'all that 2021, God said it would be a dynamite and explosive harvest of what we have sown for the last 21 years of our lives. And he meant every word that he said. He's not a man that he should lie. He's not a man that he should lie. Nor the son of man, so that he shall repent. That's why he was found innocent. Because his father was God. His father was God. His father was God. That's why. See, when you first read the scripture, it might not make no sense to you. You might have to read it two or three times. You might have to say it out loud and listen to yourself read it. So that you could hear it. Maybe that's why he said faith cometh not but by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word. You got to keep hearing it so they can resonate as truth. Mm. Ooh, resonate. Mm. What about rebound as truth? Ooh, come on, Holy Ghost. Teach us, Lord. Teach us, Lord. Your word resonates and rebounds as truth. This is why God said his word would never return to him void. I wonder today, August 15th, 2021, what are your preachers out there preaching today? Because I don't go to church anymore. You removed me from the church. Because I am the church, I am the word, I am the living expression of God, the breathing portion, the wind is his breath, his feet rest on the earth as his footstool. He said, I will place my enemies underneath your feet, but the earth is his footstool. Not because we are his enemies, because it is his territory. Come on, Holy Spirit, teach your people your will and your way. Show these people, Father God, that you put hidden agendas in your word and your word speaks truth for those who live it. Because the Bible says that the Holy Spirit comes to lead and guide you into all truth, that you might not be left uninformed because the people perished for a lack of knowledge. Mm, come through, God. You always showing your way, your life, your essence in me, God. Thank you for pouring into me as your living cup. Thank you for giving me an overflow vessel called a mouth and a tongue, God. That the living word might come from my mouth, God. Thank you, Lord. For being righteous. Thank you, Lord. For being mighty. 